it's time once again for Sports Sidebar, covering sports for Northeast Ohio and sometimes even a little outside that area. Sports Sidebar, where we prove that a little knowledge is dangerous, but even less knowledge makes it a little easier to fill an hour. And now on to our hosts, Captain Bill and Dave. And good Tuesday afternoon to you, uh, I guess if you're an Eskimo. Uh, this is ridic- ridiculous, I tell you. This weather is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. You know how cold it was on Mother's Day. My brother-in-law came over and said it was going to be 70 degrees in Anchorage, Alaska. We were oh, colder, is that right? We were colder in Akron, Ohio than they were in Anchorage, Alaska. Well, get this. My um, brother-in-law, best husband. Yeah. is uh, from Scotland, and they have been doing Zoom conferences. And they did one, I think, either Saturday or Sunday. And uh, I think Saturday was the coldest of the days. But anyway, Saturday, yeah, it was Saturday. Yeah. And snowflakes were falling in Akron, Ohio. And the people near Glasgow, Scotland, were wearing shorts and tank tops. And... <laughs> <laughs> and they're, they're experiencing 75, 80 degrees, and I think right before I to, uh, we got on the air here, I told you the first thing that ever happened to me, the first time that ever happened to me, that I was mowing the grass and snowflakes were falling on me. It's just ridiculous, now, ridiculous, now, I tell you. Now, wait, wait a minute. Isn't Scotland, like, even north of us here? Oh, it's I mean, way north. Way, yeah, way because, north. That's what I thought. How the heck? Well, I guess so was Alaska. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, they, they don't get real, really cold like we do because of the uh, current. There's a current that runs off the, uh, the coast of Scotland and England to keep it, you know, not chilly, but nothing like we get. Of course, we haven't had bad winters, but they, they usually 80s, 70s, high 80s, high 70s, high 80s to high 80s is very unusual. And to have it this early in the year is even more so. But they got it. We don't. So they get a lot I'm of jail, don't jail. they get a lot of rain there though, Scotland? They they do. That's why everything is so green. But it's a beautiful country. It happened uh, good fortune to uh, to visit my sister there when she was stationed in a place called Thurso. Thurso on the very tip of the uh, island of Great Britain. And uh, uh, it's a beautiful place, absolutely beautiful, lush with greenery and sheep and, and a lot of uh, other stuff, too. Very nice. Yep. Uh, and as it was snowing here in Akron, my son, who lives about 45 minutes away in Strongsville, had half an inch of snow in May. In May! I know. I know. It's, <laughs> so hopefully at the end of this week it gets better and uh, help relieve the cabin fever somewhat. But wear a mask, for goodness sake, when you're in a store. Yes, yeah, you do that. I hadn't been, but I, I now have some masks so I can, you know, I can I can slide it on for when I go inside, that kind of a thing. Yeah, I uh, have a Indian's mask on order. Ah. I'm very excited about that. Very, very excited. Isn't that something when you're very excited about getting an Indian's mask? Well, that may, be the most, that may be the most baseball action we've seen this year. No, There's yet another baseball plan. You know, we can talk about baseball plans because they don't have baseball yet, but yet another baseball plan. Really? Uh, is that different from the ones that were in the paper? Uh, well, again, it's kind of in, in the, the area here, but... Uh, you're talking about just the National League and just American League, but you're playing only teams in your area, and so you you play only American League teams. So you wouldn't play Pittsburgh, you wouldn't play Cincinnati, you would play Detroit, you would be play there. Uh, maybe maybe Toronto, uh, even though we have teams closer than Toronto, uh, uh, and it's an 82 game season now is what they're talking about. Really, this must have come out. Before airtime, because I have not heard that. I heard that they had a possible restart date of July first with that system that we were talking about last week, right? Uh, with where, the, with, where you're, and going for a hundred games. 
Yes, and, yes. So. And, and then the realignment instead of American and National League and still playing with no fans, you know, which, which really is got to happen because uh, you just can't have crowds together right now. No, no, it, it's, it's not uh, feasible. Why take the risk? And because I think they would be able to generate quite a bit of revenue since they're basically a monopoly from the time that they start to the time they finish. Of course, who knows what football and college football is going to do. But uh, when were they going to start it? Now, as far as I know, they're still talking about July 1 date. Uh, yeah. Of course, nothing is solidified yet. They still have to get certain things uh, arranged with the, the Players Association. But, you know, it just seems to me every every third day they come out with a different plan. And cheese and crackers. It's just crazy. It's getting frustrating because, come on, they're, they're, these guys are pretty smart, I would think. I mean, they do analytics all the time, right? You would figure yeah. that they could come up with something uh, workable. So this would be American League teams playing American League teams, the National That's League, League National League, right. and within, within a region. Within a region, right. Uh, which would which would cut down on the travel and you know the hotel space needed that kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. But that's what they were thinking was when they did uh, when they when they just realigned into regions, yes. But again, this, they didn't really have. Uh, well, they may have had, but we didn't hear of any kind of how they would work into a playoff. There was some kind of a playoff scenario where the top seven teams of every division would therefore just like in like in basketball. Would 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 go into the playoffs from an eighty from an eighty two game season, which 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 is you know just about a half a, a season. Then, can you imagine the asterisks that'll be uh, added to this season in the in the record books? Yeah, uh, my goodness gracious! Asterisk, 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 quadruple asterisk. Uh, it just, uh, but anyway, I, I, I know baseball fans are just yearning for something, and I, I would hope that this is going to be their plan. Any plan is fine with me. At this point, I don't care. At this point, I don't just, care. I would, yeah, just start playing baseball. Yes. Yeah, and so it would be same thing, though, uh, East, Central, and West? I guess, that, well, not really, because they had us playing... Uh, they had us playing Toronto, which is the East. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you, I mean, because you couldn't just play our own division for 80 games. No, no, that'd be kind of tough. Um, you know, and, and plus it wouldn't necessarily be representative if some of your teams are weaker teams or some of your teams are really good, you know, uh, and you're decent but not a great team, but you got two great teams in your division. You just get beat up all the time. Right, right. So, you gotta, so how, how many teams are going to be in each? Yeah, the, I did not see the actual breakdown, but that was one of the last things I've heard in the 82-game season. With, as a matter of fact, I, I heard that on the fan on Monday morning. An 82-game wow. season with uh, uh, regional games, but only American League and only National League. And not, you know, I don't think it really matters at this point if you don't have American League and National League. You'll have you'll have different districts, and it just breaks down into whoever it is, and the best one, best two, still play each other. Well, again, I, I would think that I, I don't have a problem with that either. It's just, um, I guess, I have, we have to see the details. How many teams will be in each right. division? I guess whatever they're going to call it, and uh, who we're playing. That's all I care about. Who are we going to play? And uh, each each of our uh, of the previous scenarios had us playing some very very good teams yeah, uh, being in our our division. Now, so I, and you know what that that wouldn't be actually if you're looking at eighty two games mm-hmm. or what did I say eighty games eighty two eighty two. Um, actually, we already play each other in our own division nineteen times. That would be actually 20, 20, we play everybody 20 times, we'd play three of the four 
one more time than that. I just don't think that's a very fair because if you have a far more competitive division, then you really may be SOL than if you were in a different division. Yeah, I think they're going to have to expand it a little bit. Of course, there's there's 15 teams in each of the leagues. So, gosh, if they have just five teams, you're right, they're going to be beating up on each other. Just beating now, up our, on our, each other. Our division, if they kept, now, of course, I don't know what you said, Toronto. The well, Toronto's in the East. So are they going to put somebody else in the East that uh, always on us? Yeah, like the I, Yankees, the Boston, you know, Boston. Yeah, what about Yankees in Boston? You know, yeah, well, not yeah, that they're Yankees. worried about big draws because the, there is no such thing as a draw. You know, because, no, that's right. because you're not you're not bringing people into the stadium. I just no. think it's not preparing you for a playoffs by only playing your division. Right, and, and it'd be kind of boring to see Detroit. 20 times, <laughs> yeah. or, or 21 times, or whatever it is. Um, I don't know. I guess I, even at this point in time, I watch it. I watch it, and uh, maybe it would be interesting, but I, I can't, unless they have two, I can't do that. You can't split 15 into two. I guess they could. With one. I guess that wouldn't work, so... Hmm. Well, what they do is, you know, even if you have an unbalanced schedule, you don't have to play everyone 20 and 21 times, you know. Uh, uh, so you have at least one series with Boston, at least one series. Right now, we usually have two, one here and one there. Right, but again, they're trying to cut down on uh, On travel. travel. Yes, they are. And, and, and you know what? Do you really want to go to New York right now? Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> More deaths there than any place in the world, buddy. Just joking. No, I, you know, it's everybody's frustrated and not being able to go to a game or go to a movie or play your sports or whatever it happens to be. It's just so frustrating. And no, I wouldn't want to go to New York. I wouldn't want, but I can go down to my man cave. And watch the game would be certainly fine with me. I like it better than having games out in uh, Phoenix because we either be watching games at noon or at midnight. Yeah, because that's of true. the heat. Because of the heat. And, yeah. and the, the, the other proposal, the one I thought was still on the table, is the one that would have us in the, um, three divisions. All, you know, regional. Yeah, uh, that, that would have been fine with me. That made some sense. I don't know what the thinking is as far as are they going to include a national league team in each uh, um, division? Are they going to have one American team in one division? And then again, are they going to? Another question is for the national league. I heard that they're going to do away with the. Uh, I mean, they're going to have the DH in, in all of the uh, on all the teams. You know, and and that could be that could possibly what forces the DH onto the onto the National League after all these years. Yeah, I, I think that's going to be the case. I, I really do because the I National mean, League has been moving towards it. That every time it comes up, every couple of years, they get closer and closer to a vote where they would actually accept the the designated hitter. And what's also playing into the hands of the uh, Major League Baseball ownership is the proposal to eliminate some 42 minor league franchises. Yes. And this is fitting in, this is fitting into that scenario perfectly. Say, hey, now we're going to keep Division A, Double uh, A, Triple A, but all these rookie leagues and so on and so forth. Sorry, Mahoning scrappers, maybe even Lake Erie captains, and uh, because of the pandemic, and that's it. I mean, they're not going to revive it after this year. Right. So that that fits into their well, scenario. It, well, and this that, also fits into the scenario, perhaps, of finally having the DH as a hitter in the National League. Well, there's, so, another, there's uh, also another thing that fits into their scenario, which they've done because of the pandemic. She's supposed to save them something like $30 million, something like that per club. Right. 
and that is the the cutting down of the number of rounds of drafts, uh, the amateur baseball draft. And that is supposed to go down to only five rounds over two days. Yes, that's from from forty, from forty, from forty down to five. Yes, which means you got to understand too. I think that once you get to the tenth, fifteenth, twentieth, twenty-fifth, thirtieth, fourth, those guys that are signed get a bonus of about twenty thousand dollars, right? The guys from the tenth round up. Ninth, eight, seven, six, et cetera, the first rounders, they're the ones that make the big bucks on their bonuses. Right. So I, I guess from what I understand, they'll have the five rounds of draft and then they can sign a limited a number of free agents. And maybe they'll give those guys five thousand, ten thousand to sign. I don't know, but at least a chance to make it. I don't know where they're gonna send them. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where they're going to hone their skills. Right, but, because uh, the because the so-called instructional leagues are being disbanded. Right, right. I mean, I, I don't know what they're going to do. I, how they're going to evaluate future talent is beyond me. Um, you can't do a virtual baseball. You got to watch. I think baseball is one of those sports you have to watch live. I mean, a coach. A coach has to see precisely the stand and uh, of a baseball hitter, the, the, the gyrations of the pitcher on the mound, those nuances that you really can't get watching a computer screen. Uh, so uh, I don't know how that's all going to work. I, I really don't. But it also is going to put a lot of marginal uh, talent, marginal in the term of major league talent. To us, those guys who make it in the 10th, 20th, 30th, and 40th round are very good baseball players. Yes. At, at, at their particular level. And it's going to be unfortunate for them not to have perhaps the opportunity to be that diamond in the rough uh, that uh, will, um, that will um, give them a, a chance to work themselves up to, uh, to the major leagues. Let, let's face it. So, Shane Bieber was a basket case a few years ago in Double A. Yeah, and all all of a sudden, boom! Uh, he's he's almost considered the ace of this Indians ball cup. Yeah. Club. So what would have happened yeah. if they didn't have the the ranks of more uh, draft uh, selections? I don't know. Right, and, and and that's why you can't get rid of your your you can get rid of the Mahoney, which is an instructional league, but. But your low A's, you still got to hang on to your low A's, which would be your uh, 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 the captains. Uh, yeah, yeah. They, they would be a low A because, like you said, you you get these kids, you got to send them somewhere. But there's the lower A, then there's the what the the Carolina League where they're the higher A, then there's the double right. A, then the triple A, uh, then right. then the majors. And depending on the the teams themselves and how much money they put into their farms and how many teams they have, that all depends on on their player development. And, right. Uh, so it always amazes me going to spring training and seeing all these young men. It's about 150 of them uh, that are not on the major league roster, and they're out there just busting their butt trying to impress somebody. And you always see, you see a guy who has the same build, the same speed, yet a fraction of an inch uh, of a second bat slower is the difference between them never making it and them making it to A or double A or triple A. I mean, they're all basically very well developed young men athletic, athletically. But what makes Francisco Lindor him and somebody built the same exact way, never making it beyond <laughs> uh, able? It's just to me amazing. Yeah. But it's, it's just timing, your eye hand coordination. And, um, you know, it's just uh, to me always something that I marvel at because of the level of competition that, uh, that these guys are at. So it's unfortunate that this is happening 
Right. And, so, and some people who would have been major league players in a regular, if this was ever a regular year, may have lost their opportunity for, for their yeah. for their entire life. I, I don't you, know. And, I mean, and just think how many people, as you said about Shane, how many people might be late bloomers that they've did, but something yeah. happens when they get into here and get the right coach, and the whole thing just clicks for them. And that's what it is in, in the uh, minors. It's coaching. It is uh, that that coach who's been a major leaguer, perhaps, or a, a minor league uh, uh, player who can guide, see the things that he needs to do uh, for a player to in, to better uh, enhance their chances down the road. That little tweak that can make the difference between um, – uh, 300 and 250 batting average. It's just that kind of thing may be missed because of the lack of opportunity. Right. Cut, cutting down on uh, the uh, number of, of draft picks. And let's just hope this is a one-year anomaly. Now, I know they're, they're probably going to say, well, we don't need 40 in the future, but maybe get back to 30 rounds or something well, like that. The, the question year. would still be with cutting out 40 minor league teams – uh, where are they going to go? Where are all these people going to go? Yeah, I mean, that's why it's the uh, Major League's uh, um, determination to get rid of some of these minor league teams. Hey, we had to cut this and, and down the draft, and I'm sorry, Mahoning, and sorry, uh, whoever uh, it happens to be, uh, got to cut you out, and, and those – and make, make them an independent league in, in, in well, some I, instances. That's what I was just going to mention. Mahoning is trying to look to see if they can get into an independent league and figure out how to make that work. Because essentially the major league team pays for everything but the lights, you know. Right, <laughs> and, right, yeah. And the, the announcers, the, you know, up to that, it's the owners, quote-unquote, of the team that pay for the stadium bills and pay the, uh, the, the stadium employees. Uh, but, but if I don't know how independent leagues go, that means you have to foot the bill for the players as well. So if they're going to play at all for an independent league, they're playing for considerably way less than any kind of minimum. Right. And the only other opportunity is maybe playing in, uh, Asia, uh, because that's the only other place really they play baseball. Because I don't think Europe has a baseball league of any I kind. I don't think they do, uh, but they sure love it in Asia. They love it in Korea. They love it in Japan. Yeah. Um, China gets a kick out of it too. So you know, it, it's funny. Uh, uh, oh, in, in South America. Oh, that's true. That's true. The Mexican league. They have a Mexican league, and I know there's some other South America teams. So. Um, there's an opportunity there, but uh, isn't Manny Ramirez at the age of 48 trying to 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 get back into baseball? Is he uh, really? Yes, I heard that. He's going to go to Taiwan and play for a Taiwanese team. Come on, I mean it's time. I mean really, really. Did he squander all those millions? Uh, who knows? Who knows? And Manny Ramirez is not as dumb as he tried to portray himself. No, he, he was not. I, I saw him on, uh, I think it was The Tonight Show when Jay Leno was still hosting it. And he's a pretty smart guy. It really is. You, you listen to him and uh, speaks English uh, fairly well. And oh, he was raised in New York, so he had to learn it to, to go to school. Yeah. So, but he always mm. came across as, oh, uh, you know, uh, not the brightest guy in the, in, the, in the in the workshop, but you know what? You got to be pretty smart to play baseball. It's one of those sports that you have to know uh, and, and calculate what the pitcher's going to throw next, and a lot of different uh, scenarios where you have to have the intelligence to to uh, to uh, play the game. And uh, uh, and he could sure hit. He yes. could sure hit. Yes, but he did some stupid things, uh, taking some 
enhancement uh, drugs. Well, I forgot what it was. Yeah, that he well, he got, caught, he got caught with the, the female hormone drug, yeah, which is actually was, that, was used to disguise other drugs you're taking. Oh, is that right? That's what it does. It disguises mm-hmm. other drugs you're taking, yeah. Yeah. So, anyway. Uh, that, or, did, that, or he, that or he might have twins, one or the other, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, if he starts advertising for feminine hygiene products, watch out, right? <laughs> I ain't buying them. <laughs> so, um, when do they? When do they have? I mean, they have to start spring training again here soon, don't they? Yeah, they, they'd have to start. I think they said they wanted like three weeks of uh, spring training. So, if they're going to start July one, they'd have to start three weeks before that just to get people back together again. It's interesting because in Monday's paper. He came up with a, a statistic. And, of course, this was from April 14th, where they tested all the Major League players, and under 1% of Major League employees test positive for the virus antibodies. It was 0.7%. Yeah. So, players themselves, not that they're immune, but, again, being athletes and big, strong guys, they're uh, they're probably can brush it off easier than some of us older folks. That's right. Of course, they've been socially distancing. They haven't been around anybody. And, right. And so the, so the question is, when they start getting in locker rooms and, and, and the dugouts and on the field, and will that raise their chances of getting it? I don't. All you need is one guy to get it. Yeah, that, and, but, but I, think, I think we're all getting... I don't want to say paranoid, but we're, 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 we're much more aware of proximity of each other than we ever have been in the past. And I think that will carry on to, you know, I mean, you think baseball fights are, are nothing now. Wait till they have to stay six feet apart from each other and do it. <laughs> well, how do you, I mean, you got to hold a guy on at first, right? <laughs> What's that? Got to hold a guy on at first. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, took the rent from stealing. I don't know how you get six feet apart from that. Um, you're gonna have to catch her and batter very close to each other. I don't know how you get away with that. I know they're gonna use Robo, uh, a robot, to call balls and strikes with to help the home plate umpire. I don't know. I mean, I hope that, that they can start this and nobody gets infected. But even 0.7 is going to amount to a few people getting it when they stop social distancing. And that's got to be the concern. That's got to be the concern. Because they tested 5,600 people, and out of that, 60 people tested positive. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then if one person gets on the team, we're supposed to quarantine everybody who's been around that person for 14 days. Uh, and uh, that, so they're going to have to do very good testing, everyday well, testing. Well, probably everyday testing like they do at the White House. Well, that's what happened to the press secretary, to Vice President Pence. She tested negative one day, the next day, the very next day. She tested positive. Yeah. So. Uh, and, and, and like you said, you have to do it every day because, like like DeWine said, I'm not worried. You know, when somebody asked him uh, on Friday or Thursday, what was it? I don't think he did a Friday. He did a Thursday. They're all running together. Thursday. Yeah, yeah they are. All the days are running together. But they asked him, what about, uh, what, what about people who aren't going to, who are going to be exposed at work? And he said, Look, I've seen the directives. I've seen what what businesses are supposed to do, and I'm more worried about what people do in the other 16 hours that they're not at work than I do at what yeah. people are going to do at work. And that's that's exactly what happens here with you know with baseball. It's not what you, you necessarily what you're going to do that happens on the field. It's what's going to happen after the game. That's true. That's true. You know. Uh my career as a union official, 
we dealt with companies changing policies all the time. Uh, they were going to get strict on coming back from breaks or you better be on time. You can't be a minute late when you punch in the clock. So you know, other different policies that uh, I can't think of right off the top of my head. They're really, really going to enforce it. About two weeks after they do it, it's back to where it was. It never failed. It never, ever failed. <laughs> That uh, yeah, people true. would just revert back to what they're used to doing, and um, that's what's happening now. I think so many people are saying, "Okay, we did our thing, and now I'm just sick and tired of it. I want to get back to normal." The only difference is you could get sick and be very ill and end up in the hospital, yeah. and that's that's what. People don't realize that there's some serious consequences. It's something you can't see. It's something you can't feel. It's just something that's out there. And they're having some resurgence in other parts of the world that uh, started yes. going back sooner than we have. South Korea, for example, and yes. even Huan, Huan China. Uh, Huan, I think that's how you say it. In China, they're starting to get some cases. So, you know, it's inevitable. If you start getting people back together and they haven't found a way of, of dealing well, with this thing. But there, there's also a difference between those places and what we have here, too. And the, 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 what they have is they do have testing. And they have right. testing for everyone. We do not and will not ever have testing for everyone. It's not going to happen. Makes, I know. Some people say that makes us look bad. <laughs> well, because the more testing they do, the more cases they find. Yes. Now, the, the difference is, what does, that, what does that mean in the percentages of hospitalizations? And the fact is, right now, as the percentage goes up in, in, in people being tested and having the virus, it doesn't mean, percentage-wise, it stays the same with hospitals. It's not spiking. It's staying the same basic percentage right now. Now the question is: If you all go out and nobody's going to sort, nobody's giving the the six feet, and nobody's wearing their masks, it is going to go up. I thought I thought it was interesting. Uh, a Canton, they had a picture of a Canton restaurant getting ready to open, and they have shower curtains between each. Oh, booth. I saw that. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, uh, you know, does it look weird? Yes, it does. But you know what? I can see how. It could, but then how? Then you have to pull that down and sanitize that every day. I know it's, it's going to be, and they're not going to be able to have the full capacity as no. well. Uh, but <laughs> until there's a vaccine or a uh, something, if you do get it, can cure you very quickly. I just don't know how normal is going to be normal here. Uh, like we used to experience just whole three months ago, right? Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to believe that baseball has been shut down since the middle of March. Now it's been two months, so baseball is going to have to virtually start all over with spring training. So you're right. I, I would think that by the end of May this month and, and the yeah. beginning no, of no, June, later, no have, later than week two of June, it has to be up and rolling in order for it to be ready for a July 1 rollout. Or we're going to see some of the sloppiest professional baseball we've ever seen in all levels. Well, they, and they have to be concerned about the injuries. Uh, soft, soft tissue injuries, right. hamstring and, yeah. and old muscles. Oh, I don't know. We're living in very, very, unfortunately, unfortunately interesting. And not good interesting, but unfortunate interesting times. And uh, we just don't know. That's the thing. We just don't know. But it's a, it, it's something that I think people would help stay at home if they had something on TV to watch, I guess. <laughs> they had a cornhole tournament that one of the major networks actually, sports <laughs> network, <laughs> they had a cornhole tournament which somebody actually televised. Um, you know, it's it's bad, and I guess NASCAR is starting out in front of nobody. In front of nobody, that. yeah. Well, yeah. you know what? If there's anything outside of being in the pit, your own pit, uh, that's about as safe as anything out there as far as social distancing. Well, didn't they have uh, the fighting UFC or whatever that you uh, United States book about a fighting 
Yeah. Conference, they, they started up too without audience. Without audience. But, but I can't imagine. I would think you're a lot further apart being separated by cars than you are in <laughs> wrestling, beating up, drawing blood, and knocking people out um, uh, situation. But, you know, that's. They're 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 still providing it. It's on Fox Television every Friday or Saturday night. Yeah. Yeah. How about horse racing? Huh? Yeah, horse racing. You just. Yeah, I would think that wouldn't take. I mean, it'd be kind of. Of course, horse racing depends a lot on people bet, uh, betting, but you could do yes. that on, online now. You, you could. Yeah. You could. Uh, but but it's really especially I think kind of like. Marla Ridenauer was saying it's the, like the Kentucky Derby is really, it's like the Super Bowl. It's more of an event than it is actually a race. Because when they air that, isn't it like a three-hour event for a, a two-minute race? It is. I mean, they, they do this up big down. That's, their, that's right. That's Kentucky Super Bowl is the uh, uh, Kentucky Derby. And, and it's not true. Tradition. They still have a schedule, I think, in September. Um, whether that takes off or not, who knows? I mean, a lot of things. I mean, I was just reading uh, yesterday about no answers yet on youth baseball. No, uh, yeah, there has been there has been no answer on my senior league. And you know what? I I hadn't really thought about that and what it means to kids. Then I realized, oh. you know, both my kids played organized baseball right up here at Goodyear Heights. You know, yeah, and if they right. didn't play that, you know, it's hard enough to get kids interested in sports uh, a lot of times to begin with, but when you don't even have it available to them. And, and the concern, of course, is um, when you have games, are you going to exclude parents to, from watching it? Are they going to stay in yeah, cars? Only, I'm saying cars are only letting, letting one parent be at the game. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and, and, and of course, most of the ballparks where my kids played, there aren't that mu- there's not much parking around the 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 field where you could where you could watch the game. No, no, there's not, and and most of the time, I know my grandson's uh, league. Uh, and of course, his coach pitch. She's only eight, but uh, uh, they. Uh, yeah, what was I going to say? They, I lost my train of thought. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> the caboose just fell off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what I was going to say is they, they play just in May in the first week of June. So, yeah. of course, I don't know. This weather has been so lousy. They couldn't have played here uh, several times during the first part of May. It became too yeah. cold. That's true. That's true. Uh, yeah, I don't think you'd want to because again, well, the, only, the only difference is is that a lot of people are not going to take vacations. Families are going to take vacations; they're going to be stuck at home. So the chances of playing in June and July are probably a lot better than they would in past years. They have to all work that out, and I guess um, a lot of municipalities don't want to take the chance of opening up ball fields and issuing permits to play. With the, the unknown of, uh, of the COVID-19 virus. Right. So, and in my yeah. Silver League, I haven't got official word yet. We were supposed to start June. Well, actually, we would have started already. But June 1st, but I, I can't. And they switched the fields from Barberton to Kent State. I can't imagine Kent State allowing a bunch of old guys play play uh, softball. And you got you know, 12 to 13 per team. That's 26 playing. Uh, and using a softball that everybody handles. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I just I just don't think it's going to happen. Oh, oh. Uh, well, and, and just like just like you know, any the other day they had uh, an interview with Shaq, uh, Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, I saw. And, I saw and he was saying he doesn't think they should bother to restart the league. You know, he says because he's and one of his reasons was it makes sense. Like you said, with baseball, there would be tons of asterisks all over the place. He said whoever actually ended up winning would have nothing but asterisks around it. So why bother to do it? And he's right, in a way. Uh, at least at least with baseball, you would have a season. The season in the context of whatever games that's right. going to happen. Right. And this, and this, and this with 
basketball ending the way it did, there were some people still, some teams still in contention to making the playoffs that for the last month or so could have played in, themselves into it and some other teams fall out. Right. And, and, that, and, happens, and, and that happens all the time. Yeah. And now, and now this would be kind of a, I don't know. I just, I, I really don't think they're going to have uh, the completion of the NBA. It's just, my sense is that they're not doing it. Even their practices now have to be so sterile. You have one guy, uh, one player on each end of the, uh, the practice court. And one coach. With, yeah. One coach yeah. uh, wearing PPE. They're not, they can't, they can't talk about the ultimate team sport. How can you, how can you arrange plays doing what they're doing now? It can't happen, right? Uh, I mean, yeah, it can't. You can't. You gotta have somebody dribble the ball and have a play where you, you hand it off to somebody else and they do a maneuver and that takes a lot of practice. And, and the time is short. I mean, here we are in the middle of May. What are they gonna do? Play, uh, playoffs into August? And then if a couple months later, or even six weeks later, start preseason yeah, again? They, yeah, because they can't even do the draft until after the season is declared over. Yeah, and they postpone that. The one thing is a shame is, is that LeBron was leading the Lakers to at least another shot at the championship. And if he would won, how many how many basketball players have won championships on three different teams? And this was the but, year because this is the year that of the collapse of the uh, uh, of, of the uh, um, Golden State. Gold State Warriors. Yeah. Well, I disagree somewhat with uh, Shaq. That um, who's I like Shaq. He's a good uh, analyst and he's a very bright man. And but in the context of competition. Everybody's doing it the same. You know what I mean? I mean, if you if you have playoffs, whatever that is with the NBA, everybody's got to do it. And the best players will prevail, whether it's this system, the old system, the regular season and all these playoff games, or a modified playoff system. The best teams will still prevail. And I don't think... I don't think any sports association, whether it's baseball, football, uh, basketball, will allow asterisks. They may say that, uh, uh, like in the strike shortened year, you don't have asterisks because of strikes. Why would you have asterisks because of of the COVID nineteen thing? Um, so, if they have playoffs, a lot of people will watch. The, the best teams, more than likely, the, the lower playoff teams wouldn't have had a chance really. If you're a seventh, eighth seed in the NBA, <laughs> yeah. you're, you're you're not I mean, come on, it's rare without a fourth, third or fourth seed makes it to the NBA championship game. That's, that's Very true. rare. That's true. So in the context of everybody having to deal with a compacted playoffs scenario in basketball, the best team will win. I, I I don't think any asterisk is necessary. That's my own personal take on it. I don't think there would be an asterisk in baseball. Okay, you play 82 games. There's been a few seasons short, shortened uh, by strikes or other things, and uh, there's no asterisk. During the World War II, many of the players on Major League teams, the good players went off to the draft or joined the service. So that was left with a lot of older players, old, old, too old to be drafted, believe it or not. Yeah. Over 35 or 40 years old. They were playing Major League Baseball during the time the Ted Williams and the uh, 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 Bob Tellers were off fighting the war. So they had a mixture of older players, and believe it or not, this is where Hispanic players started to take a foothold in Major League Baseball. They could be drafted. They weren't considered uh, citizens. So they brought in a whole bunch of uh, Hispanic players 
during World War II to, to play baseball, Major League Baseball. And there's no asterisks during those seasons. So if baseball goes to but there, games... But there's no asterisks, but there are notations. You know, they're, 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 they, they will tell you uh, uh, during World War II that happened. They will tell you there was a strike short in season. Maybe not an asterisk, but, you know, maybe there wouldn't be a physical asterisk, but you still would say, yeah, well, okay, was it a real... And actually, the basketball season was almost finished when everything yes. was shut down. I mean, they were they yeah. were within three weeks or so of being finished for the year uh, but, heading uh, into uh, the playoffs. Uh, uh, Okay, you're right. At the end of April is when you're getting ready for the the playoffs to begin. Right. So uh, I really don't think no basketball is going to. <laughs> I could I could be wrong, but they don't certainly seem to be moving at a fast clip. And the commissioner of of the NBA, uh, Adam Silver, seems to be a very very cautious guy. And uh, there just may not be uh, a conclusion to the NBA season. And uh, again, they're still considering starting in the in the fall, but with no no crowds. And and and, and Marlo Rittenauer just wrote an article here uh, lately about the Cavs offering options for ticket refunds. So that tells us something. Yeah. <laughs> They're not going to have any more games at um, the Quicken Fieldhouse, whatever it is, the uh, mortgage, uh, what's it called? Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse, right. that's called. Yeah. So, so uh, we'll see. Uh, you know what? There is. You mentioned World War One and what happened there. Two World War Two. World War Two, and and I had uh, uh, read in I think it was Sunday's paper about. Uh, Mary Pratt, who was the last of yes. the, the All-American Girls Professional Baseball League during World War II, and who inspired the movie A League of Their Own. Uh, you know, I just, I just watched that not too long ago. Just, I haven't seen that in a long time. And that was a, that was a very good that, movie. As far as I'm concerned, Penny Marshall's made some good films. To me, that was probably the most meaningful film that Penny Marshall made. It was just so... so well done. Uh, between, and, and, and it was true. Now they had, right. I'm sure, some uh, uh, some embellishment. Yeah, there's some embellishment, license embellishment yeah. but yeah. But all in all, it was uh, it was a, a true story based on a true story. Yes. Uh. <laughs> Tom Tom Hanks was great. <laughs> he was just he was very very good. That's why it always comes out crying. Are you crying? There's no crying in baseball. Baseball. <laughs> that famous line came out of there that will live forever as long yeah, as there's, there's baseball. No crying in baseball, and uh, and the kid running around the the clubhouse causing all kinds of problems. So. Yeah, and, and the evolution of Tom Hanks as the manager of that team from being you know, not caring to really getting involved and wanting to stay on. And it lasted for about 10 or 12 years later. So yeah, it did. Yeah. It was a very, it was a very, very good. Uh, uh, did you think, I'm sure everybody has either seen it or heard about it, this movie, but did you think that um, she dropped the ball at home plate on, on, uh, on purpose? The, uh, Oh, um, you know, no. as competitive as I know, I have a buddy that really only coached the girls. He wouldn't coach his sons, but he would coach his daughters and the other girls. Yeah. They are the most competitive competitors in the world when it comes to sports. They play every game like it's going to be their last. Guys don't do that. Girls do. I would say no. I would have to say no. It leaves it up in the air, doesn't it? Does. It does. Just the way they, but it's just the way they slow motion the ball came out of her hand. Who was the star of that movie? Uh, uh, Gina uh, Davis. Yes. Did a great job. I just thought maybe, maybe because it was her, again, this was an embellishment, that her sister, who really, really 
never got the attention that she did. Right. Uh, in order to give it to her, did that. But I can't believe she would let down her team just for that purpose. No, so, I, that I don't think so. You know, there, you see that sometimes when a team is really far ahead or really far behind. You know, but you don't see it when a game is on the line. And and like I said, uh, to me, female athletes are far more, in many ways, competitive than the males. And then when it's over, it's over. And then, right, right. <laughs> and, and, okay, let's have you know, let's uh, go over there and hug the other team. I, I've seen it. They, used to, they they have a if they lose, they have a good cry. But then in, in fifteen twenty minutes, they're all. They're all back together uh, having a good time. Yeah. It's not as deeply entrenched in their psyche as it is for males. So I just watching my daughter when she played basketball, they would lose and they'd get on the bus and start crying for about five minutes. And 10 minutes later, after that, they were all giggling and like <laughs> nothing ever happened. <laughs> and and that, that seems to be the norm. Uh, once it's over, it's over. And you know, get it out of your system and Get back to life. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, so yes, yes. Uh, we'll have to. Hey, at least the Indians have an eight-game winning streak. <laughs> the I old, can't believe you're following that. <laughs> I can't believe you're following that. Well, yeah, it's the Indians, and. Uh, Boy, now, now this, this, let's just run down the scores. Last <laughs> Sunday, May 3rd, Indians 9, Giants 1. <laughs> and then Monday, the 4th of May, Indians 5, Rangers 3. They're not real Maybe. games, Bill. They're not real games. And, 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 and Tuesday, the 5th of May, you know, the Rangers 4 nothing. And then Wednesday, May 6th, we beat the Rangers 15 to 6. They're not we real. The they're not we real. Their, listen to me. Listen to me. Thursday is the seventh. Indian six. Rangers four. Last Friday, Indian seven. Tigers two. And last Saturday, in ten innings, Indian six. Tigers five. And eight okay. game winning streak. Okay. Huh? They're not real, Bill. They're, they're not real oh, games. Oh come on! You probably don't believe in Santa Claus either. <laughs> hey, you know what I do believe in? What? Shoeless Joe Jackson baseball card yeah, sold for that. nearly half a million dollars. Isn't that something? Isn't that something? The story behind that, a North Carolina family recently unearthed quite a heirloom that they had previously overlooked. A baseball card with a legendary, it's actually like a minor league card of Shoeless Joe Jackson. In 2009, Ben Foster and his father, Hayes, discovered an old baseball card collection in a metal lunch pail that included Roberto Clemente and Sandy Koufax cards from the 1950s. But somehow, Ben and his dad overlooked Shoeless Joe. Ten years later, Ben decided to take inventory of the cards and realized the minor league pictured on the 1910 card was Jackson. Depicts him during his stint with a class AA New Orleans Pelicans. Earlier this week, Shoeless Joe card sold at auction for $492,000. Card had a PSA grading of 3.5 out of 10. But Jesus, from 1910, give me a break. It was stored in a metal lunchbox, uh, according to the Heritage Auction site. Jackson, a career 356 hitter, was part of the Black Sox scandal in 1919. He was one of eight Chicago White Sox players banned for life for allegedly throwing the 1919 World Series. Well, he didn't, but he knew about it, and that's why he got it. Right. He, he didn't do anything to, uh, to uh, because throw he, it. Because he hit close to 400 in that series. Yeah, but again, everybody, a lot of those players knew what was going on, like the Astros, a lot of players who didn't um, participate in that still knew what was going on. Yeah, but they're not getting in trouble, this poor guy. Uh, and again, you were right last week. They weren't being paid anything. Anything. And, and, I mean, they were paid maybe like a good uh, accountant would have been paid in those days, but nothing like super-duper you know, money that they make now. And uh, Shula's show, just he knew about it and didn't turn anybody in. And for that, he was banned 
for life. And th- there were several uh, attempts to get him reinstated because because of his record in the World Series, but they, he never got reinstated. Now, there are rumors, and it even showed in the Eight Men Out, that uh, he played under assumed name several years later. He made it back to at least the minors, if not the majors. Yeah. Uh, they're, supposed to, they're supposed to bring back a real game at the Field of Dreams. That's another movie I have to um, watch again. I have not watched long. that. Yeah, I haven't watched that since the first came out. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, so... Hey, regardless, regardless of what the Major League Baseball schedule is going to be, I certainly yearn for um, for that. And again, we're seeing the waning days of Francisco Lindor in a Cleveland Indian uniform, unless this whole episode with this disease allows uh, Indians the opportunity to resign him because the money's not going to be as fantastic. It wouldn't be bad for Lindor to say, you know what, I'll give you a year extension on my contract. It, it, it actually would be smart for him because he's not going to be able to uh, he's not going to be able to accept what he could accept as a, a, a super deal the following year anyway, just because of baseball will still be recovering from this. Even if they play, well especially if they play an 80 games, 82 game schedule, in front of no fans. They make money from the fans. They make money from the merchandise. They make money from the signage at the fields. Well, who's paying for signage if nobody's at the fields? They make right. money. They make money from selling the, the hot dogs and the beers. Lord knows they make money from the beers. You know? I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's only $10 a can. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I may, maybe I'm exaggerating that one, but. Or you can buy a whole, um, <laughs> 18 back for nine ninety five, and what's even worse is water. A bottle of water at, at the uh, stadium is four dollars and twenty five cents. You can go to Costco for three ninety nine and buy thirty six <laughs> bottles of water for uh, what. One costs less than what one costs at the stadium. I would say that's a pretty good markup. I would think so. It's even more than beer. I mean, just do it. I, yeah, I, yeah I, they I, have I, have less to, to do to make the water than they do the beer. <laughs> oh my! Uh, uh, I don't know how much time we have. We we but, still have uh, we still have a couple minutes left. If you got a, a topic yeah, to I, I don't know if you want to get into the schedule for the Browns now or not because that's going to take a little bit of time to. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, let's 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 hold off on that for another week because things may change. Because they're now starting to talk about pushing back the start of the NFL season, and but they're they're talking about the Hall of Fame game still on. You know, they they just don't know. They don't. They want, I, I guess they're trying to keep people's hopes high by saying, "Well, you know, the Hall of Fame game is still on." How? How in the world are they going to do that? <laughs> yeah, because that's, that's like the second Saturday in August or second Sunday in August, whatever and, that and, is. You're talking about two and a half months from now. Really? Are you going to have, they're saying it's going to have audience and everything. I, I, you can't do that. And they mean Jack Nicholas is doing the same thing with his Murfield. He said maybe in golf they can go ahead and spread people out on the golf course, but you're taking, you're taking a risk. And, and then they have the liability, too, so somebody can it's be hard to prove. But, hey, I went to the uh, Hall of Fame game, and I caught this thing, and you should never have had it, even though he warned me and I go, and I got yeah. it. Uh, I don't know. I don't, yeah, that's, that's uh, yeah. So we'll hold off till next week. If we don't hear anything different, let's go ahead and go over the Brown schedule next week. But the music is coming in right now. Oh, is it? Okay, all right. So, so it is time to more. dig out dig out the pun. Oh, okay. I, got, I really have to dig it out. Hold on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll do that. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> A long knife has been embedded. That cuts four loaves of bread at a time. Hmm. It is called a four-loaf cleaver. A four-loaf cleaver. Oh, my. Yeah. I'll, uh, I hope you have to butter me up for that one. All right. Okay, that's, that's it. That's it. <laughs> We're out of here. We'll be back right. next week. And, yeah, we might be talking some Browns next week. If yeah, we don't hear anything different, let's talk about that Brown schedule. Okay. Great. Here. 
Hey, we'll see everyone next week on Sports Sidebar.